morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. family. Happy Friday. We are so happy that you're getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. Today is Friday, April 8th, and this is truly one of the best sports weekends of the year, and I am loving every single second of it. We like to start off most episodes with like a little fun fact, a little birthday of some variety. Um, we will say happy birthday and rest in peace as of last year to Biz Markie. When you think about 90s music and the nostalgia of the 90s, it's hard to not have Biz Markie part of that soundtrack of your life. Uh, so rest in peace, but also happy birthday to Biz Markie. Moving on, uh, later today at 2.30 Eastern Time on Discord, we will be hosting a stage to talk about the new Disney Plus show, Moon Knight. It will include Connor Sheeran, Elizabeth Pagano, Elton Jones, and myself. JL, did you, you a fan of Biz Markie at all? Yes, actually, um, for those that don't know, Biz Markie, like his most notable song was Just a Friend, and it was sampled by Mario, I think around 2001, 2002. It was like one of his, his like breakout singles before Let Me Love You. So yeah, Biz Markie, he was, you know, he was a good dude too. So I was definitely a fan and uh, he's, you know, had his mark on hip hop. And speaking of hip hop, we've got two drops out today. Hip hop. Five Yo Foreign's first album, Bible, or I think it could be B I B L E. This is coming out today. And we're also getting a new Vince Staples project. So that's super exciting. Vince Staples' album is called Ramona Park Broke My Heart. So looking forward to listening to those two albums this weekend. And Bo, what's up with the UFC, my guy? Sports. Kale, it is, I'm telling you, it, it truly is one of the craziest weekends for sports. And we have a great UFC event tomorrow night on Saturday. UFC 273 in the main event. It's Alex Volkanovsky. He's going to go up against the Korean zombie. Volkanovsky, in my opinion, has put together this really impressive resume. And a lot of people don't consider him to be in the top pound for pound conversation. But in my opinion, he certainly is. Like, I think his resume to being the best fighter in the UFC is just as strong as anyone's, including a Kamar Usman. Uh, the co-main event has Aljamain Sterling, who's a fighter represented by Vayner Sports, and he will be defending his title against Piotr Jan. And they had a last, they fought recently and their last match ended in a DQ. Uh, I think Jan is sensational. He, he hit Aljamain Sterling with an illegal knee and the fight was called off. So they handed the title over to, to Aljamain Sterling. So they're going to run it back, see who the better fighter is. I think Jan is sensational. He's truly great. He's epic. John Anik has told me that Piotr Jan is probably the most dangerous fighter he's ever seen. But I, I do believe that Sterling is being slightly underestimated by the public uh, on this one. And then the third fight of the main event might be the most interesting one with Hamza Chemaev, who will take on Gilbert Burns. This is a massive test for Hamza Chemaev. I think the world of Burns, he's, he's clearly fought everyone. He's battle tested. And this is a, a really good test for Hamza Chemaev. But I think his size might be too much for Burns. I would love to be wrong on this one, but staying in sports... JL, it's the final weekend of the NBA. Sunday's a big game for our two for our two teams. Miami, Boston, Milwaukee have all kind of secured that top spot in the East. It's a big weekend for your Cavs. Bucks versus Cavs. 
Sunday night, JL. How we feel about your squad? Well, you know, Bo, like, no, no offense. I'm not focusing on any other matchup other than my Cavs. You know, like, I don't care who gets the number one seed. I want, I want my Cavs to keep the seventh seed because the seventh seed would give them, I believe, a, the home court advantage in the play-in. I, you know what, Bo? It's kind of funny because we're three years into this play-in and I still don't know if I can 100% describe how it works. <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking forward to it because that's hilarious. right now, the Cavs are the seventh seed, the Nets are the eighth seed, and that's they would play each other in the play-in. So this is a potential preview. The only thing that might not make it live up to, I guess, expectations is if certain players do not play. And I would imagine, too, since it could be a play-in preview, that both teams might not bust out the, the the stops. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited, though. I just really want us to keep that seventh seed because Quicken Loans Arena is always on fire. You know, in a seven-game series against the Nets, like, I don't think Cleveland, no offense, stands like a chance. But in a one-game play-in, hypothetically, if you play the Nets and by the grace of God, you know, Kevin Durant is just even dinged up for a half, you can be eliminated from the playoffs just like that. A one-game play-in game is very, very scary if, if you're a good team. And, and it really incentivizes teams to be like, yo, make the top six seats because you do not want to be playing in the play-in game if you think you're like a good squad who could go deep in the playoffs. You don't want to play in a one-game playoff like that. Uh, JL, the first Captain America comic book was trending on Twitter, but I didn't really catch the details of the story. Do you know what's what's up with it? Collectibles. Yeah, Bo, here's the deets. So Captain America Comics number one, which featured the first appearance of Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, was sold at an auction for over $3.1 million. The title features one of the most iconic covers in comic history, Captain America punching, who else? Adolf Hitler in the face. This price makes it the third largest sale of a comic book ever, with only Amazing Fantasy number 15, which featured the debut of Spider-Man, and Action Comics number one on the first appearance appearance of Superman finishing above it. Those sold for 3.6 million and 3.2 million respectively. And since then, comics have become a more and more expensive collectible in recent years. And this latest sale is likely an indicator that prices will continue to skyrocket. Bo, what's up in the NFT land? NFTs. Yes, JL, this is a story I did want to squeeze into the show. Meta Relics announces their first print partner is VFriends artist Jeff Cole, who is at Cole on IG, which is an incredible handle to have on Instagram, at Cole. His partner, Mark Mastrandrea, uh, are the duo behind the print canvas company, Iconic, well-known for its inspirational and motivational prints. Over the past few weeks, they've kind of been teasing that their Web3 brand, which is going to be called Meta Relics, which had its first drop just a few weeks back. The Relics Pass, which dropped in mid-March, is essentially an NFT that provides access to all of Cole's future NFT drops. So this is like, this is the Cole Pass if you if you want in on his art, in addition to providing utility to its holders in the form of its discounts to Iconic. Yesterday, though, they announced their first physical print partner, VFriends. The partnership means that the holders of VFriends will be able to connect their wallet to the Meta Relics site and then get a premium print on the coveted NFT. Going forward, they'll be very selective of other NFT projects to partner with, giving fans of big time NFT projects the opportunity to print and display their token. 
And then also this week, Jail, was uh, Bitcoin and crypto conference in Miami. And it's kind of cool to see like a changing of the guard. Miami's really trying to establish itself as like the new New York City. This is the new financial district for cryptocurrency. And they, they unveiled a bull, which is supposed to represent like the bull of Wall Street. Very big week for Web3, certainly. Gaming. For sure, for sure. And uh, it's also a big week for gaming because the Returnal wins big at the 18th annual BAFTA Awards. So the BAFTA Awards are the British Academy Game Awards. And that recently happened with some big name games receiving major awards for their contributions to the gaming space. Returnal managed to win the biggest award of all as it was recognized as the best game. Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, grabbed the award for best animation. It takes two, one for best multiplayer game and the Artful Escape got itself an award for Best Audio Achievement. Be sure to look up the rest of the 2022 BAFTA winners list to see what other games grabbed awards like Best Debut Game, Best Evolving Game, and Best Original Property. That last one is a game that we actually already mentioned, so make sure you check it out because pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff to see what's happening in the gaming world. And that is going to do it for today's episode. So for more detail on these stories and more, make sure you head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all of our social media platforms. Also, be sure to hop into our Discord so you can chat with us in our community. You know we go live every Wednesday at noon. But in the meantime, always remember to stay curious. Have a great weekend, guys. 